I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. God is dead! Now I know what it feels like to be 85% of the teenagers in high school have been exposed to hardcore Satanism. Jesus wants me to live an abundant human life. Satan's pretty cool. Greetings and welcome to episode 27 of Fake Ritual, the podcast, your guide to pop culture and the occult. I'm your host, Lucas Sloppy, and this week, I thought we'd do something a little different. Rather than just sitting down for a chit-chat, I sat down with former guest and vintage curator, Toddy Tondera, as well as with Toddy's friend and my new friend, Prin, to talk Goosebumps, but more specifically to read Goosebumps, and more more specifically to read from R.L. Stein's Give Yourself Goosebumps series. Now these were game books, also sometimes called Choose Your Own Adventure books, and basically you read through the story and at various points are prompted to make a choice, and depending on the choice you make, the story unfolds in various directions. Some good, some bad. Now, Toddy and I actually did this for a mini-sode in the past, for one of our bonus episodes we do here at Fake Ritual. And that time, we managed to make it to the end of the story unscathed. Scared, spooked, but unscathed. We actually won the game, so to speak. But this time around, that proved to be rather difficult. So basically, I met up with Toddy and Prin at Toddy's place, and after munching down some pizza and watching a little bit of the Goosebumps TV series, which is available on Netflix, you're welcome for the free plug. After doing all that, we each picked one book from Toddy's complete collection of Give Yourself Goosebumps books and took turns reading our story and allowing the other two to make the choices. Now first you'll be hearing Toddy's story and Toddy picked The Scream of the Evil Genie which is weird to say the least but very very fun. And following that, you will be hearing Prin's choice, which is The Curse of the Creeping Coffin, which was a little, I guess, less weird and more typical horror. Uh, but R.L. Stein, as you'll find, has a rather eclectic mind. And yes, those words all rhymed, as well as that one. But... Oh, and before I forget, you'll also be hearing my story, but that will be given to you in a bonus mini-sode next week. So if you like this, stay tuned for more. 
But anyways, let's allow R.L. Stein to set up this show in his own unique way with that Stein gravitas. And I'll read the intro from one of these Give Yourself Goosebumps books, one of three that Toddy was gracious enough to give me and give unto Fake Ritual, so to speak. So you'll be getting more Goosebumps in the future. But let's let R.L. Stein say it best. You're in control of this scary adventure. You decide what will happen and how terrifying the scares will be. So take a deep breath, cross your fingers, and turn to page one to give yourself goosebumps. Enjoy, fakers. So, Lucas Prin, what we're reading here is uh, R.L. Stein, Give Yourself Goosebumps. Reader beware, you choose to scare. We're going for number 13 in the series, and that's Scream of the Evil Genie. And the reason why I picked Scream of the Evil Genie, because I think it's kind of sexy. So, you know. The genie part or the scream part? <clears throat> kind of the vibe of it. Kind of screaming in the genie and the evil. If you kind of put all three together, you kind of have like... Nice little sexy time. The cover says it has over 20 different scary <laughs> endings. Um, hopefully one of them sexy. Um, on the, <laughs> Are the Goosebumps books uh, known for... Yeah, uh, maybe, yeah. Uh, on the front here, we, it seems to have a soda can. And leaking out of the soda can is a genie. Uh, like a green mist. And then we got some purple, big purple brows. And then some red eyes coming from the mist. And uh, um, do we want to read the backs or go into it? Yeah, set it up, read the back. Okay, uh, the back is, this genie's a major meanie. As usual, it's a pretty long day at school. So before you do your homework, you decide to grab a soda. But when you open the can, out pops a genie who offers you three wishes. She seems pretty cool, so you accept. If you start out with an easy one, like wishing to be gorgeous, she turns you into something that everyone wants to see. But that isn't exactly human. If you still think she's cool and, wish, and, and you wish to be rich, she'll definitely find out the hard way that money isn't everything. Will you get back to your normal life before you're all wished up? The choice is yours. In this scary Goosebumps adventure that's packed with over 20 spooky, super spooky endings. Super spooky. Yeah. That's more than spooky. Well, extra spook. Mm-hmm. That's mm -hmm. a treat. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll go through the story. And then when we have to decide which page to turn, both of you will then uh, tell me your opinion on what page we're going to turn to. But for a while, there's probably like four pages of just basic story. And for the record, I'm totally not going to be attempting to pick the choices that will get us killed. I will not be doing Should that. I trust you can that? totally trust me. I've I've heard nice different off mic. I've heard, I've heard if different. If it's on mic, it's real. Okay, okay, so that's on record. So <laughs> a very trustworthy way to say it. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally right. Sounds yeah, absolutely, like, absolutely. Yeah. So, and let me just point it out again. I definitely am not. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Winky. And if you betray me, I will be very sad. Oh dang! Now it's. Now it's real. So, <laughs> all right, let's, let's, so starting out here, uh, page one. Anybody home you call, charging into your house uh, after school one day. 
The door bangs shut behind you. Silence. Total silence. Hello, mom, dad, anybody. Ain't, ain't that the way it is? No answer. Weird, you think. You drop your school books on the living room table and hurry toward the kitchen. Why is there no one around? Not even your brother or sister. You've never come home and found the place empty. Your footsteps creak on the floor as you head from the kitchen door. Mom, you call again. Nothing. You feel a little creepy all alone in the house. Then you think of something that makes you grin. No one's here. You can do anything you want. Time, time There's to, that sexy bit. Yeah, right? <laughs> time to raid... Uh, he says, time to raid... Uh, the refrigerator that's a if I'm home alone for the first time first off as a kid there's nothing in that fridge yeah and they're gonna like if they come home are you like and the milk's not, all gone they know you drink yeah, all the milk you're not allowed to eat when <laughs> like your family's home <laughs> at least you're not allowed to overeat I suppose um, okay. sure uh, you zoom <laughs> into the kitchen and yank open the fridge door yes it's packed there's some leftover pizza a whole container of nacho cheese sauce, chocolate cake, a big bottle of fruit punch, two packs of cola, and fried chicken legs. You're reaching for some cake when something catches your eye. Hey, did one of those cola cans move? Mm. It, none of that stuff was in my fridge growing up. It was not that. I'll say that. Um, you stare at the cola can. Nothing happens. It's only a can of soda, you tell yourself. The silence must be getting to you. You grab the cola from the six-pack, along with some chips and a slab of chocolate cake. Why not? You don't usually have a chance to pig out like this. Then you head from the. Then you head for the family room. You flop down on the couch in front of the TV. No battle over the remote today. Where is everybody anyway? You wonder again. You flip up the tab on the cola can to open it. Instantly, you hear the fizzy gas escaping. Whoa, the fizzing won't stop. You, you should, <laughs> ain't that is it a can he's opening? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Sorry, now you got me on the sexy track. So. Yeah. <laughs> What's fizzing? Yeah. Like, is that a euphemism? Yeah, I, yeah. he's you, opening, opening You shove can. the can away from you, holding it away from your body. The can must have been shaken up. A wet, a wet spray shoots out all over you. Then a cloud of misty white gas begins escaping from the can. Told you it's this sexy one. Jesus. Told you it's this sexy oh one. Oh my god. Is this legal? Sure. Is it legal to have yeah. children? Or else time, please. No, <laughs> They're children. Your eyes widen as the cloud grows bigger and bigger. It fills the room like a giant mushroom cloud. Your mouth drops open in awe. Something else is coming out of the can. Something alive. Mm. With a loud hissing sound, a ghostly life-size young woman squeezes out of the cola can and floats in front of you. Ouch! She exclaims. She, she shakes herself off like a wet dog. The mist scatters around her. That hurt. For another second, she hovers above the coffee table. Her form is thin and airy, like a hologram. Then she sh suddenly becomes solid. She drops to the ground and lands on her two feet with a thud. Hi, she greets you. What's up? You don't, you don't answer her. You can't. You're too shocked to make your mouth move. Homeboy's in love, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, you stare at the amazing person standing in your family room. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, she, got spiky, she got spiky red and purple hair and five earrings. She's wearing a fuzzy short black sweater and baggy blue jeans with black combat boots. 
Hey, I'm talking to you, she yells. Wow, okay, so I've fallen in love with this person. Yeah, I was gonna I say, that sounds fine to me. I yeah. just, they're taking a lot of liberties with the genie. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I know, I don't know even like the, I think genies are based off of like gin in Middle yeah. Eastern mythology, but that just seems like yeah. oh, some no. 90s. They said combat boots and trip pants. We were talking yeah. earlier about, yeah, just 90s mm-hmm. being edgy, and that mm-hmm. is. And that's your, that's a genie. Too. Maybe her name's just Jeannie. Could possibly I win. dream of. Mm-hmm. I dream of this one, at least. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah. Let's figure Yeah, let's figure out what she's up to. Uh, hi, you answer. You're too surprised to say much else. She's cool, you think, watching her strut around as if she owns the place. Definitely cool. <laughs> nice place. Sort of, she exclaims with a snorty kind of laugh. She flops down in a big stuffed chair across from you, stretches her legs out, and lets her combat boots fall on the coffee table with a clunk. Sure, it's not at the rock room. Is this not at the rock room? <laughs> uh, she flashes. Pittsburgh reference, folks. <laughs> Forgot you were there for a second. Yes. She flashes you a big smile. Okay, let's cut to the chase. She rattles off. My name's Jenna. I'm a genie, and you've got three wishes. Boom, boom, boom. Whatever you want. Three things. Fame, fortune, and a giant bag of diamond rings. You name it. Except I don't do windows. And I don't do guns, knives, or death. If you want to off someone, go get another genie. Got that? Uh, yeah, you mutter, finding your voice. So what's it going to be? Make your first wish, she she insists. Before you can make one of the jillion questions, ask her one of the jillion questions swimming around in your brain, Jenna snaps her fingers. Oops, wait, she cries. There's something I forgot to tell you. The most important part. When you want to make another wish, you've got to open the cola can again. Then, whoosh, I pop out and say, what's up? And we can boogie from there. Got it? R.L. Stein had no clue what like kids talked like or were into, and I love it. Uh, no. I like just how misleading. It's like combat boots, but no combat. Yeah, yeah. no knives, yeah. no guns. No, none of that. I love that. He's just like, whoa. Just being a baddie. Whoa, she's just like so cool. Like, <laughs> that's like so cool. Like, <laughs> like she kind of doesn't like this place. Very cool. Oh, her. whoa. Yeah. That's like really punk of her. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> then Wu shall pop pile and say, what's up? And we can boogie from there. Got it? No, you shake your head hard. I don't get any of this. How did you get into the can in the first place? And how can I open again if it's already open? And how can you come out again? You're already out, me to me. It's a genie. <laughs> it's a genie thing. Jetta explains with a toss of her head. Believe me, I'll be in there. Take my word for it. You're too astonished to argue with her. Is this for real? Okay, hurry up, Jenna says. Make a wish. I don't have all day. So, uh, man, I have three pages I can turn to mm. and three wishes. And these are, this is actually four. We're doing four. So there's four choices here. And I'm going to learn a lot about both of you with these choices. If you wish to be a big celebrity, turn to page 73. If you wish to be the richest kid in the world, turn to page 45. If you wish to be the best looking kid in the world, turn to page 39. If you wish for something else besides money, fame, or good looks, turn to page 66. So basically, do you want to be a celebrity? Do you want to be a rich kid? Do you want to be a best looking kid? Or maybe something else? And you have three wishes. This is your first one. 
I don't want to be famous. I know that much. I don't want to be Seems annoying. I don't want to be perceived, let alone <laughs> famous. Like, <laughs> well, maybe that strikes out the, the looks then as well. I don't think, as a child, our looks all that important. Important no, as you. a child, you should not be worrying about Yeah, that. like, you're gonna grow up, your face is, you know, you're gonna yeah. look better. It's gonna be fine. If you're rich, though, you could throw that money away and be fine for life. Sure. Sure. I'm kind of tempted to know what the other wish might be, though. The fourth wish? Yeah, that fourth, that fourth mystery wish. Yeah, I, I think that sounds... Cool. I, also, I also think the other three will get us killed. <laughs> <laughs> Something bad is going to happen. Want those. Okay, yeah. so we're uh, so you didn't wish to be a celebrity, rich, or the best-looking kid. You went for the something else. So let's turn to page sixty-six. For a minute, you don't know what to say. This totally cool genie pops out of a cola can and offers you three wishes. You can't believe it, but you wish, but you know what you'll wish for. Something awesome. You can picture it there in front of you. Before you put it into words, you hear a car pull up. Uh-oh, you tell the genie quickly. My mom's home. You've got to hide. You're a genie. Come on to my room. <laughs> Motioning for her to follow you, you race down the hall. You push Jenna behind your closet door so your mom won't see her when she comes in. And you know your mom will do, will come in any minute now. She always does. First thing, every day when you get home from school, she nags you about your homework, then scolds you about not making your bed, and then she insists you clean your room. Hi, lammykins, your mom calls as she enters the house. Jeez. You cringe when you hear... <laughs> You cringe when you hear the babyish name. Jenna snorts. She's, yeah, she's... She's she, cool. Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> she, knows she knows you're nothing. If you don't get bullied by your first girlfriend, did you have a first girlfriend? Yeah, like summer genies. Like, Via notes. It was <laughs> just notes. Yeah, I never met yeah. them. <laughs> it's my friend's cousin. <laughs> Pretty sick. <laughs> it felt good. The notes were. Yeah, hey. Yeah. It felt good. Uh, then she pretends to put a finger down her throat and fakes a gag. You giggle. You're so cool. I wish you were my mom, you blurt out. <laughs> what the this is like, Carl okay. Stein. I first thought she was going to, like, give that gawk gawk 3000. Yeah. yeah. And then, second of all, what? I thought I thought he was like being in love with her, and then he said, "We have an Oedipus complex yeah. on the table already." Yeah. You wish I was your mom, Jenna declares. <gasps> I can do that. Uh oh! You just made your first we wish. We messed up so bad. We so messed you just up. you wished you wished her to be your mom. Oh no! Fuck. Turn to page one thirty six, where this genie presu presumably is your mom. Okay. So when, uh, page 136, see what happens. Bam, a door slams at the back of the house, startling you. Someone's home. Wait a minute, you think. You already heard your mom's footsteps down the hall. So who just came in? You pop out of your room and spot your big brother, Randy, bounding into the family room. He's 16 years old and really clumsy. Your mom says he's in an awkward age. His hands and feet seem too big for the rest of them. Jenna follows you to the family room and flops down on the couch. Hi, Mom, Randy mumbles at he, as he glances at Jenna. What's up? Wait a minute. What did he just call Jenna? Turn to page 79. 
So now, what, where's our? Where's the original mom? That's kind of freaky. Like, did she both. just? It's. Yeah, you got a new mom, and it is Jean. It's the Jeannie Jenna. Is your new mom? Cool. I don't, I don't think she aged up either. No, she like didn't I'm age imagining up. like a, like a, like teens for a genie just because it's a genie for teens. Um, yeah, but like she got. Could, could you imagine a 16 year old kid just kicking her feet up and be like, "Hey, hi, mom." <laughs> it's, it's, it's happening right now. I can't imagine wow. it. I can. Have you ever met... R.L. Stein can imagine it. Have you ever met somebody so cool that they, they, became, your mom. they became your mom? <laughs> like, it's just like, whoa, the person got so cool that they became your mom? <laughs> uh, hey, Randy, Jenna answers. She's chewing gum and popping it loudly. Good day at school? It was okay, Randy answers. But I got kicked out of math class for not having my homework done. Jan Jenna shakes her head. Your teacher's a jerk, she tells Randy. Don't worry about it. Right? Randy agrees. He flops down on the couch beside her. You stare at him, your eyes wide. Then you stare at Jenna. You can't believe this. A totally cool version. <laughs> why does why does Randy act like as if he knows her? As if he's seen her before? Why isn't he freaking out? What are you looking at, goof? Randy snaps at you. Ah, Rando, you say using his nickname. You lower your voice and lean close to him. See that person next to you with all the earrings and the combat boots and the wild hair? Who is it? You ask him. What planet are you on, Randy snorts? That's mom. Turn to page 90. <laughs> They're really drawing this out. Yeah, like, I didn't know that you weren't supposed to know there was a... I thought the reveal at the end of the other page was it was mom. This, yeah. This reveal is it was mom. Okay. I knew it was mom already. <laughs> cool. Thanks. We so. were on the mom train. Yeah, thanks, RL. Yeah, what does the knowing it's mom chart look like? I was already on that spectrum. <laughs> knowing it's mom. This is getting weird. Way too weird. She's really done it. Jenna has turned into your mom. You're not, uh, you're not at all sure you like it. Rando, you try again. That's not really mom. Our mom is blonde, and she's 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and she wears pink sweatpants. Remember. Give me a break. Randy punches you lightly on the shoulder. I'm not in the mood for games. I'm serious, you whisper loudly. That's not mom. That's some kind of genie who just came out of a cola can. She gave me three wishes, and I wished her she'd be our mom. And now she's our mom. Very funny, Randy says. But he doesn't laugh. I'll prove it to you, you tell him. You reach over and grab the cola can sitting on the coffee table in front of him. It's the can you just opened, the can that Jenna popped out of, but it's not open anymore. You stare down at it, out of it. How can this be? You wonder. The can is sealed up and it feels full. Hey, careful with that, Jenna warns. Turn to page 42. The easiest way they could have done this whole thing where it's like the can doesn't automatically close as they could have just been like six wishes, six pack of soda. <laughs> that, that could, or you could be like, yeah, now I'm out of my thing. You just ask me more stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe the pop cans will play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. Six pack, six genies. That could yeah. be what we're Or yeah, yeah. Or else, I think he was just. What number book is this in the. Oh, this is 13, which is like kind of mid, mid in the, in the adventure. Choose okay. your own adventure books. It's midway. You gaze at the cola can. Why, you ask Jenna. You'll find out, she answers mysteriously. She looks so serious that you gently place the cola can back on the table. Hey, didn't, 
Didn't Jenna say she'd go back into the cola can each time you made a wish? So why is she still here? Easy answer, you think. You wished it. You wished for her to be your mom, and it came true. But if Jenna's out there, what's in the cola can now? Randy stands up. You grab his arm. Randy! She's not a real mom, you insist. You've got to believe me. Oh, stop it all already. Randy yanks his arm away from you. If she can grant wishes, I wish your face would turn blue. He stomps out of the room, but at the doorway he glances back at you. Yow! Randy shouts. How did that happen? What, you ask? Your face, he cries, pointing. It's, uh, it's blue. You leap off the couch and race to a mirror. Oh no, your face is really blue. <laughs> now what? A whole other page telling us about his blue face. So, <laughs> all right, we have another decision. Another decision for the both of you. How'd Randy hijack our wishes? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how about, that's kind of a thing, right? That's trying Aren't to... Aren't they our wishes? If you find a genie, ain't that genie yours? I thought yeah. so. I don't think someone can just come like in. Like, Aladdin, unfortunately, you know, it's like, it's like genie slavery. So yeah, it's like, gross. Yeah. It's yeah. bad, but, yeah. like, that's your genie. It's wild that the end of Aladdin, they, like, literally unshackled They it. said, please abolish slavery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you wish your face were normal, it's normal color, turn to page 53. If you don't mind having a blue face, turn to page 18. I think it's cool. <laughs> I gotta say, once again, I really don't think looks matter as a kid, so... Wow. I, I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. I will say I will because both of you said that you don't mind having a blue face. I'll say this. I would have went with pick the normal face because who wants not – I said normal face for the record because who, who wants to deal with this? But here we are. Are you trying to hijack our – are you whoa, are you being rando right now and hijacking look, our choices? Look. Look. I'm just trying to be cool. Some rando coming in here. <laughs> yeah. Look. Both of you are going to be calling me mom lately. <laughs> um you did okay. So you decide to go on living with a blue face. Why not? That's the be best opening for a Goosebumps page. Ever. Why not? That's literally what we said. Yeah. Why not? You decide going on living with a blue face. Why not? You don't want to waste one of your three wishes just to turn your face back to its regular color. That is a. I hadn't even considered that. That is a great point. There's levels to this. Yeah. That we didn't know. I wish that blue faces were the best faces. Yeah. But then you could create like yeah that's blue racism. Cool. Yeah. There's a lot. There's but you're the only blue person, so... Could be good or bad, depending yeah. on... Yeah. Uh, and besides, your new mom has red and purple hair. A blue fit face might fit right in. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> There's only one thing that's bothering you. Uh, mom, you stammer? It's weird calling Jenna by that name. <laughs> don't. Uh, don't. <laughs> mommy? Mother? <laughs> Uh, how come my face turned blue when Randy made a wish? I'm giving him two wishes, she answers you. Or maybe three or four. I'm not sure. Maybe I like him better than I like you. What is What is this? Okay, but she has a point because this little kid was like, ooh, mommy. So like, yeah, I would like the yeah. other one better. She's like, you want me to be your yeah, she's like, oh, you're thrusting I've been in that Coke can for <laughs> yeah, so two true. millennia. Like, what am I going to wish for? I have one outfit. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how hard it is to yeah. wear combat boots every day? At the PTA meeting? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 19. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to fly. You can't do that, you cry. 
Who says, Jenna replies. Randy's mouth is open so wide it's hanging down his chest. Finally, he closes it enough to talk. Give me a break, Randy says, looking at you. You don't really believe Mom could grant wishes. You don't think I did that to you? Like if I say, I wish your face will turn pink and yellow stripes, it's going to turn... Whoa. <laughs> turn to page 106. So We're keeping that one, I guess. I think... I think gotta say i think the wrong answers are being read because it already is in big well, trouble i don't i mean mom dyes her hair so you'll fit in yeah all right so here we are page 106 <laughs> randy doesn't even have time to finish his sentence in an instant your face is covered with pink and yellow stripes i, I wish you'd shut your mouth you snap at randy no problem jenna says with a giggle uh-oh you blurted out another with wish without thinking you glance at your brother his eyes are wild, full of terror. He's trying desperately to open his mouth. He pries at his lips with his fingers oh. tugging, pulling, twisting. No matter what he does, he can't open his mouth. How's he gonna eat, you ask Jenna. That's your problem, she says with a sly smile. Okay, think, you tell yourself. You've only got one wish left. What should you wish for? Finally, you decide. I wish you'd give me the rest of Randy's wishes, you tell Jenna. You think that this is pretty clever, so you start to smile. But then Jenna just laughs. Granted, she says, but he doesn't have any wishes left. Yeah, you f Oh my I god. I didn't like him better. Yeah. I didn't like him better than you after all. She said however many I feel like, so yeah. obviously she can change the rules. Literally the only thing that would be okay is saying I want everything to go back to normal. Why would you mm -hmm. try to wish your way out of a situation in which you can't even articulate? Can I just say, though, that that scene with his mouth was actually kind of Cool body horror. Yeah, I was like, that's like, kind of freaky. That. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. You just used your last wish. Oh, well. Your face is pink and yellow. But it probably should be red after all the mistakes you made. <laughs> the end. <laughs> That's it. Carl Stein said, bad ending, bad ending. You suck. What's this? What's this? So, what? <laughs> so that's still our mom. Yeah. That's it's our a mom. mom. We have yeah. a different color So that's face. our mom, and we're all fucked up, and now our brother's like, mm, 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 Lucas. for the rest of his life. Oh my god. Lucas, we've, we've, bro we've broken bread together tonight. Right? Yes. We've, Bad we've, ending. We've we've done a lot. We've done this before. We've done this before, and we've gotten to the finish line alive tonight. Not so much. Not so tonight. much. Wow. Well, I wish we had. Still sexy. Still sexy. <laughs> yeah. Not still sexy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Rando is gonna learn how sexy suppositories are. Really spooky. Yes. I got one that looks really spooky for sure. I'm not Based sure. On the cover. 
This one's full graveyard. You got like coffin uh, being opened by skeleton hands. It has like cobwebs all up in it. Uh, and it is the curse of the creeping coffin. Great, great well, title. Looks yeah. to be a cemetery of some sort. Yeah, you got like a little a little skull with wings in the in a grave. Yeah, this seems back. pretty straightforward horror. Yeah, so I am looking forward to this. I, I wanted to I wanted to pick a real spooky one. I think even if we get a bad ending or a good ending, it's we will have ghastly. we'll have some spooks. Are we going to be buried alive? Let's put. Let's try to. Let's try no, to. Uh, yeah, let's try to. Let's try to. Let's try to get buried alive. Well, you're, you're before, the narrator. So. Okay. That's well. what I said before. He's trying to kill us. Lucas is trying well. to kill us. Well. Saboteur. So he, he admit it. <laughs> <laughs> you admit it. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to read we the have, synopsis uh, and yeah. we'll. Yeah. Uh, just, like, just like us, uh, it says, they're real deadheads. That's <laughs> us. Chill. <laughs> when you're deadheads with the boys. Uh, you're off to visit your grandmother, whose house backs up to a graveyard. At first, the tombstones seem far away, but every day they move a little closer. Then you discover yeah. the headstones are disappearing. But the dead aren't gone. Their ghosts are moving right into your grandma's house. If you decide to stay, you must battle a warrior ghost. If you decide to run, one of the ghost kids follows you home. Will you be haunted for the rest of your life? The choice is yours. Tell you what, that oh. seems cool. That does. The We're idea gonna... of graves creeping closer to your house is That's really good. terrifying. <laughs> um, I've never I, heard that before. I've said it before, but these are actually my collection growing up. And inside the front cover of this book, in my mom's handwriting, is my last name. Because I would bring them to school and lose them. And we couldn't afford them. So, yeah, she didn't want me losing them. Total mom move. Yeah, for sure. God. Don't you wish you had a genie mom? When, where's your genie mom? Where's your you genie mom when you need her? <laughs> rescue your lost goosebumps books from school. Alright. I'm bored, you moan. I'm so bored I could eat flies just to see how they taste. Been there. Been there. Cool. That's a great start. Flies have germs, your grandmother replies. It is a hot, sticky day in the middle of July. You plop down in the creaky old chair in your grandmother's kitchen. Your parents dropped you off yesterday before they left for their vacation, and already you could die of boredom. Your grandmother's old dog, Sparkle, yawns loudly. He crawls under the table. Moments later, he begins to snore. I know just how you feel, Sparkle, you say. You sigh loudly. Why don't you go outside and find something to do, your grandmother suggests. She looks up from the pie she's baking and nods toward the backyard. Go out there, you think? Into her backyard? No way. You glance out the window. It's probably 90 degrees in the shade, but you shiver. Your grandmother's house is right in front of an old cemetery. Rows and rows of old crumbling, bleh, crumbling tombstones sit just beyond the edge of her backyard. But that's not what scares you. What scares you is the tombstones have been moving. You notice it right after you arrived yesterday. You saw the tombstones from the bedroom window on the second floor. You could tell some of the graves had cool carvings on them, so you decided to go outside and take a closer look. But when you enter the graveyard, something was different. Strange. Some of the graves were out of place. Nah, can't be, you told yourself. Graves don't disappear. But still. From your bedroom window, you could, swore, you could have sworn there were six or seven graves in the back row. Now there were only three. 
Nah, you must have counted wrong. You decided to forget it and you went to bed. When you woke up this morning and glanced out the window, the coffins had moved again. Now there were ten in the back row, and the middle row seemed more crowded. It almost looked as if some of the graves were moving forward and some of the graves were moving backward and there was a big traffic jam in the center. The coffins were rearranging themselves. But how and why? Your grandmother taps you on the shoulder. She snaps you out of your daydream. Go on, she says. Go play outside. Outside? Out there? You shudder as you glance out the kitchen window again. Oh no, you cry. It disappeared. What disappeared? Your grandma asks. The grave with the angel on it, you yell, pointing out the window. It's gone! One headstone in particular caught your eye yesterday. It had an angel carving on it. The angel looked so realistic you practically believed she could fly away. Did she? Your grandmother, pe <laughs> <laughs> your grandmother peers out the kitchen window. Don't be a goose! She scolds you. Grandma's cool. She said, shut the fuck up. I am baking this pie. Get out Get of, out of my, my hair. hair. I don't care what yeah, you I don't care out. if you're a goose or you eat flies. Just yeah. stop being in the kitchen. That's real. She said, that tombstone is still there. You don't answer her. You can't. Your heart is pounding like crazy and your mouth is completely dry. You bolt to the back door. You gotta see for yourself. But in the graveyard, you discover your grandmother's right. The tombstone with the angel isn't gone. It's just moved. It had been in the last row, and now it's up front. I'm losing my mind, you think. Losing it completely. Or are you? I think it's a good plot device. This whole grave moving around? Yeah. Uh, when have you heard? When have you heard this before? With the graves moving around, I don't know that I've heard that before. I'm trying. It reminds me of I know in the book The Shining. Sure. <laughs> they have those like uh, the lion statue or the yeah. I think there's like switch. lion yeah. statues that when you're not looking, they, they kind sort of, of move. Yeah. I always think that's that's a, at least a yeah. creepy trope. It moves. Or like when eyeball, not eyeballs move, eyeballs move, that type of stuff. I think we've all had paintings and all. We've all had that feeling, especially sure. as a kid, where yeah. you're like, "Did that thing just move?" But like gravestones, like rearranging, yeah, very it's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's a cool. Especially plot because you can like distinguish them, like you know it's happening. It's a good plot device. Yeah. And there's something like gravestones moving implies dead bodies yeah. moving so it's... I like that the gravestones are attached to the coffins yeah like yeah. they're moving together but no it's grass is all no grass moved no, no dirt no creepy. just the stones creepy it is creepy just the stones alright you run back into the house shouting grandma you yell the grave with the angel on it your grandma interrupts you you don't have to shout dear the angel she looks up from a pie crest that's a nice one let me see who is buried there Oh yes, that's Elmira Martin's grave. Before you can explain about the moving gravestones, a voice on the far side of the room makes you jump. The name is Elvira Martin, Ooh. the voice says sharply. Not Elmira. You never could get my name right. <laughs> Your mouth drops open. A strange woman now stands in the doorway that leads from the kitchen to the hall. Wait, his grandmother's Elvira? No, his grandmother's getting scolded by... Some voice. A voice. Oh, the vo okay. so the voice. Okay. Some voice. Of Elvira. Just, yeah, I'm a big um, Elvira fan. So big any, Elvira stand. Yeah, yeah Elvira, Elvira stands stand. in the house. It's like, man, if it was really Elvira, <laughs> that'd be great. No wonder it called you a goose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
A very strange woman. Because she isn't a living, breathing woman. She's a ghost. Uh, Grandma? You begin. But from the way your granny is humming to herself, you can tell she doesn't hear or see the scary visitor. And don't you stare at me, you little wretch, the ghost says, pointing at you, or you'll be sorry. What are you going to do? Suddenly, you're living in a haunted house. If you make her your new mommy, turn to... No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy. (laughs) 43. (laughs) Turn to page 69. (laughs) Uh, If you run outside, turn to page 18. If you talk to the ghost, turn to page 25. What should Paul do? So run outside or talk to the ghost. Yeah, we could talk. To, well, what would we do? What would I actually do? I like to think that at least now I would talk to the ghost. Okay. Just out of curiosity, you're going to learn more about what's going on by engaging yeah. with the ghost a little longer than you are from just hoofing it out to where the ghost obviously just came from. I would. I would... I would agree with Lucas in the aspect of we're already in the situation we're in. No running from it now. I say we talk to this ghost and see what the deal is. We see what the deal is. Terry is sick. Let's turn that page. But why are you here? You ask the ghost. But your grandmother thinks you're talking to her. You know why I'm here. Your grandmother answers, I live here. Don't be such a goose. (laughs) 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 Just just a couple of geese hanging out with grandma. The the scary ending is that you get to, like, you as a child turn into the goose from Untitled Goose Game. (laughs) Or the goose. My grandma used to have a goose that she kept in the garden and then would... Yeah. Like knitted clothes yeah. on it. Rain jackets. Like, you. Yeah, it's like you rain jackets. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, for some reason, your grandmother can't see Elvira. You've always wanted to have a special skill, but ghost spotting wasn't what you had in mind. You try to think of a way to ask Elvira a question without having your grandmother think you're completely crazy, but you can't, so you keep staring at the ghost. She glares at you a moment, then motions for you to follow her. You watch as she floats into the hall and up the stairs towards your room. Follow a ghost, you think. Are you nuts? Just the idea gives you a chill. If you follow the ghost, turn to page 49. If you race out of this house fast and go home, in all caps, turn to page 30. I mean, I was cool to talk with her when Grandma was within, within, uh, you know, right there, but I don't know about, like... Interesting. Following. Some cold feet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you felt safe when? When grandma's there. When grandma's there. Okay. I could agree with that. Okay. Grandma's not there. I don't talk to adults. I'm a child. That too. She wants to, me to go up into my room. Like I yeah. have watched. I've been shown videos on this and I know. I yeah, I will. I'll agree not with Lucas here. It's a little soft, but I'll agree with it because we'll see. We'll see. But it's a little know. soft. It's a little soft. It's fictional her, character. You Just, follow her up there and Chris Hansen steps out of the ghost of The ghost of Chris Hansen. She's like, oh, I didn't know how old he was. <laughs> I just wanted some cookies. Well, I got So why did you bring the beer, Elvira? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, I got the transcripts here. <laughs> and uh, your grave was moving around. <laughs> you decide to get out of your grandmother's house on the double. Uh, Grandma, you say, 
I don't feel well. In fact, I think I'm getting really sick. I should go home. But dear, your grandmother says, you can't go home. Not with your parents away on vacation. Well, it was worth a shot. You swallow hard and glance over to where the ghost is standing. She's gone. Maybe you were imagining things. Maybe the gravestones aren't moving. Maybe you really are sick. The best thing to do is go up into your room and lie down. You climb the stairs to the second floor, but as you reach the door to your room, you freeze. There in the doorway is a terrifying sight. So you couldn't get out of it. So you have to. You have yeah. to. Yeah. I always. These books page. have that happen. You're like, yeah. I do this, and then you turn to that page, and they're like, you. They're you like, we actually didn't really write anything out. Yeah. <laughs> actually, we really need you to do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always love at the bottom of the pages. You know, it's like, oh, continue to page whatever. But sometimes it's like, hurry or mm-hmm. slide to. Yeah. Which is yeah. Like, it's oh, pretty I fun. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ghost fills the doorway. Sup- surprise, surprise. Oh, I didn't what, what, see her what? go upstairs. <laughs> but this ghost isn't just a filmy version of a live human being. This ghost isn't like Elvira Martin. This ghost is hideous. His whole face is grayish blue. His tongue and eyes bulge out. He looks as if he died while being choked. Then his bluish hands reach for you. That does it. No way are you staying in this creepy haunted house for another minute. You run downstairs to your grandmother. You beg. You plead. You cry. Then you pull out every trick in the book. Even the one where you fake a high fever by putting the thermometer on a light bulb. Eventually, your grandmother gives in. She calls your parents. I did and cut that, short the their way. vacation. <laughs> the thermometer light bulb I did trick. That. Wow. I did Lame. I've always been a bad liar, so. Wow. I- I was just sick so much as a kid. <laughs> wow, we all are coming from... <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> um, they, they cut short their vacation, come to pick you up, and they take you home. They're pretty steamed at you, but you don't care. At least you've gotten away from that haunted house. You flop down on the bed in your room. That's when you feel something poking you. Something in your bed. You sit up and stare at your blanket. It's sliding around on the bed all by itself. What? You didn't feel that? Uh-oh. Pinch again. Nothing? You've obviously fallen asleep while reading this book. You've gone bye-bye to dreamland. You're probably snoring, too. The thing is, in your dreams, you'll probably be able to handle these ghosts. But in real life, well, that's a different story. So go on ahead. Snooze on. Enjoy it. We'll see how well you survive when you wake up. We went from the blanket is moving in our room back home to, whoa, We're it's sleeping. meta. What in the fuck's is that? The, is no, that the it's end? not, it's not, not the, the end. end. But oh my god, what, what is that? What? So what? We, we, we're in a meta where we that... fell asleep reading the book. So... Did R.L. Stein write this ending? And he's like, bro, I've got nothing left for if you go home. <laughs> like get do, do not let the kids going. go home. Like, do not let them go. Home. I just think he was high as fuck. Like he, she's it's like, like wow, whoa, there's something moving under the blanket, and he's like, dude, you're in the book. <laughs> you're in the book, but also the book is in the universe, man. It's almost like the ghosts are haunting you. For real? What he, the fuck? Oh I thought that God. was the end. I he thought... just seems like a missionary only type of guy at the end of the day. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, like you like he needs look, an outlet, huh? Perhaps like, he had a ghost 
If writer. We, whoa. Uh, okay. Back to the book. <laughs> hmm. No doubt about it. You're definitely awake. This is really happening. Which means you're face to face with two teenage ghosts. I swear to God that I am skipping to the right page. But this feels weird. Yeah. Uh, like... It is. I'm kind of scared now. <laughs> like this book is. So this book has taken over. So now we're going to be introduced to teenage ghosts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, in the chronology, just to sum this up, we met Elvira. We saw Elvira go to our room. We had to go to our room, but Elvira wasn't there. So we went home. But now we woke up in the book, and now there's teenage ghosts. Got it. And. None of that made sense to me either. Got it. Cool. So, face to face with two teenage ghosts. Uh, you stand up and brush yourself off. Who are you? You ask, trying not to let your voice tremble. What do you want? What are you doing here? I'm Jane Luckmeyer, the girl ghost says, and this is my dearly beloved twin brother, John. John bows deeply, then sticks out his tongue. Oh, John. Jane cries, this will be so much fun. Yes, dear sister, John answers. We haven't had anyone to torment in ages. An eternity, Jane agrees. But I've spent that time thinking of ever more horrible tricks and tortures. You don't like the sound of that. Could these two creeps have something to do with these creeping coffins? Tell me something, you say, hoping you sound casual. Why have the coffins been moving around? But the twins don't answer you. Instead, they cackle horribly and grin at you. Jeez. This seems like The Shining as well. Like yeah. Like a lovely body. <laughs> <laughs> like they're friendly and fun, yeah, but they're, they're sinister. Strange. He, he watched The Shining, he wrote this, and then he's like, I don't know where the ideas came from. <laughs> <laughs> it just come to me in a dream. <laughs> I mean, but I don't remember Jack Torrance pinching himself, so. I guess, I guess. <laughs> Uh, this one actually tracks from the last page. Thank okay. God. <laughs> oh. The Luckmeyer twins float down to the steps towards you, and they both have an evil glint in their eyes. Uh-oh. These two spell trouble. Double trouble. Prepare for trouble and make it yeah. double. <laughs> double mint gum? How's that one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> double mint twins? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was saying Team Rocket. How, do you remember how the song for the double mint? I don't remember the double mint, but Team Rocket is prepare for trouble uh, and make uh, it double. Yeah, sorry, Protect yeah. Yeah. Way better yeah, reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Double mint. Yeah, yeah. Blasting off again. Mm-hmm. Run. Mouth, that's right. <laughs> Run, you tell yourself. But which way? If you run away from them, you'll be running straight toward the graveyard. But your only way back into the house is getting past the Luckmeyer twins first. They're floating closer and closer to you. And John is hiding something behind his back. You freeze. You can't decide what to do. You know John is up to something, and you know you'd better not stick around to find out what it is. But which way should you go? Don't think. Run. If you run toward the graveyard, page 93... If you try to slip past the twins and back to the house, 108. Oh. So graveyard or uh, a, a stop I roll. say graveyard. I, I these say, guys are creepy. I say graveyard because we're really just running figure eights here, right? Yeah, we got to just get to the graveyard. Like, That's how they we're... want us in the graveyard. The story started out, we're in page two or three, and the whole thing is the gravestones are moving and we're avoiding this thing. We gotta get to the yeah. graveyard. We need to find out why is the great. What's going on here at this place? We can't even get out of it. We can't even do anything. We gotta go to the graveyard. Cool. You turn on your heels and you run as fast as you can straight toward the graveyard. 
Hey, Jane calls to you. Don't go in there. Oh, sure, you think. She just doesn't want me to escape. You keep running. But the minute you cross the proper line from your grandmother's house to the cemetery, a terrible chill runs down your spine. Your whole body feels like it's been turned into ice. Or stone. You stop running and begin to move very slowly. I'm walking among the dead, you hear yourself say in a flat voice. Why did I say that, you wonder. You're walking among the dead, John says right behind you. He and Jane flit around the graveyard. I'm a prisoner of the graves, you hear yourself say. You're a prisoner of the graves. John and Jane repeat your words together. (laughs) You take a few more steps. Your legs are so stiff you could barely move. You look down at your feet and scream. Ah! You moan. My feet have turned to stone! This isn't looking good. Mm -mm. Have we had any positive information no, I know we have no clue what's going on. No, I think I think maybe Grandma's a witch. the last time Elvira spoke and was like, "You got my name wrong." Like that was maybe the last good thing that happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's true. Your feet have turned to stone. So is the rest of you. Help! You want to cry out, but you can't speak because stone lips don't move. <laughs> Whoa! Is that a Lady Gaga song? Art Pop 2 Stone Lips Don't Move. <laughs> the next Fallout Boy single. And, and stone Lips and then Parentheses <laughs> Don't Move. Stone oh, yeah. Lips and Parentheses Don't Move. Oh no, it's But You Can't Speak in Parentheses uh, Stone yes, Lips yes. Don't Move. But You Can't Speak. <laughs> Fallout um, Boy, if you're listening, that's that's a freebie. Alright, um. Yeah, stone lips don't move. Uh, I warned you, Jane says quietly. Ha ha, John says, laughing and pointing at you. You're stuck! He wags a finger in your stony face. You'd like to bite him, but you can't. You can't do anything. You're a statue. You turn to stolid stone. See what happens when you walk among the dead, John says. You should have listened to Jane. Don't ever walk with a dead person into a graveyard. It's the most dangerous thing you could do. Now they tell you. Shit. It says go on to page 13, if you can. Go on and try it. Try to turn the page, stony fingers. <laughs> Whoa. Me trying to type after after I take like a really big hit of weed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> try to do it, stony fingers. Damn. <laughs> so there you are. Standing like a stone statue in a graveyard. You probably think this is the end, don't you? Yeah. Well, it could have been. But a few days later, the graveyard caretaker comes by, and he notices you. Realizes you don't belong there. Pretty soon, he figures he could get a lot of money for a stone statue of a kid. What? Why? That's a plot device introduced now? This is kidnapping and... And grave robbing and... Like selling a child's element. body really feels like prostitution. This really, but it's is a stone. This really, is and is he? I mean, I guess child we trafficking out, at least. Does child he trafficking know that this happened? I don't know. Right. I, I got. Well, who else is running in there? Yeah, it's grandma's house. Grandma has not run in there. Oh my god! Grandma's so he, in on it though, because she told us to go out there. Oh my god! Whoa! Hold on. How many kids have your parents had? Grandma's in the child selling industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
She yeah. wasn't baking a pie. She was preparing to bake you into it. Wow. <laughs> um, Is that R.L. Stein? Did R.L. Stein? <laughs> he, he backs up his pickup truck into the cemetery, loads you onto it, and drives you away. He sells you to a garden shop that's, that carries stone statues to put in people's gardens. A few months later, your grandma walks into the shop and sees you standing there. She can't believe her eyes. A statue that looks exactly like her missing grandchild. She buys you and brings you back to the house. Oh, she can't be in on it because she trafficked you. She trafficked you because she loved you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Unfortunately, your grandma's house is still haunted. Uh, but for some reason, she's never noticed all the ghosts floating around. But you notice them, especially the two ghosts you hate the most, the Luckmire twins. They spend the rest of eternity teasing you and pinching your stone nose. And you just gotta stand there and take it until the end of time. And that's the end of the story. It reads the end of time. Fuck. Wow. So, I think two bad endings. What? Who? How? How? Wild piece of information there. Here's the part that I'm digesting. I mean, obviously that last page, obviously that last page was a completely <laughs> different thing than what was going on. But the thing is, so you got turned into stone and kind of pawned off for money, but then your honest to God grandmother yeah. still found you and bought you. So I think the worst ending is probably not being around your grandmother. I mean, your life is gonna be shit but somehow, through that, your grandma still found you. Yeah, well, that's kind of I mean, sweet. It's kind of wild. in a weird way. I mean, okay, here we go. I just, out. why can't you, why can't he be a ghost now? That's what I'm not understanding. I, think yeah. he, I don't I think don't, he's dead. He's turned into stone. Yeah, I think uh, that's probably it. Also, what's this? Why like, are there I parents? could get a lot of money for this kid statue. That's what like, I'm saying. Like, if you realize, is he, is he like a, a statue or doesn't like, be, like a statue doesn't belong in a graveyard? You're like, oh, I've never seen this statue before. I'm just so, a kid of some a dumpy child. looking kid. So like, you're so you not only steal it from the grave, you not only possibly grave rob someone because that could have literally been like a statue for someone's yes, grave. Yeah, and you potentially grave rob someone because you're like, yeah, people pay big money for statues <laughs> of children. We're not talking precious moments statues and then, We're like, talking some, some... Some kid some who's kid. frozen in fear and stone. You know? And there's the You have to be a aspect. shop owner who wants it. You have to be a shop yeah. owner who wants that statue. Who, who is yeah, like, yes, I, I pay big money for kid... If anybody has kid statues, I got the big bucks for them. But then grandma Gross. has to be somebody's mom. So either, either like mom or dad never visit their mom because wouldn't they notice the statue yeah. and be like, hey, did you not tell us you bought this statue that looks exactly, exactly. like our <laughs> child? Like, I know like, oh, it's my missing grandkid, but like, that's their kid. Yeah. Wouldn't you think you'd pass it on down? What a bummer it would be if you go missing as a child you get turned into the statue, and then the people who are supposed to find you actually do, but they just don't know that. Yeah, like, that's pretty creepy. Like that's like, kind of that's actually you. They actually yeah. found you, and they're like, "Damn, I wish he was here with us right now." But we have a statue to remember, and it's like, "I," but you're the statue. Wouldn't that feel fucked up?
Well, wasn't that a lot of fun? I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed making it. And just thanks again to Toddy and Prin for just sitting down for an impromptu recording and really having fun with it. Uh, the show is produced by me, Lucas Sloppy. That intro you always hear was created by Will Marshall. And the interstitial music was created by Johnny Arlett, who actually told me he'll be giving me some more soon. So, something to look forward to. You can follow Toddy at Toddy Tondera on Instagram, as well as his vintage outlet, Brick Body Kids, at Brick Body Kids on Instagram. And Prin prefers to remain a little more enigmatic, so do your best to find him, but otherwise, you may very well find him back here for another episode of Fake Ritual the Podcast. As far as us, you can follow on Facebook and Instagram at Fake Ritual and on Twitter at Fake Ritual Blog. You can visit the website, fakeritual.com, for some old articles I wrote and maybe some new ones coming up if I can muster the time management skills. Uh, and email us at fake.ritual.inc at gmail.com if you want to be on the show, collaborate on something fun, or just want to share some stories and maybe make a new friend along the way. And of course, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher and the like, wherever you can do it, because it helps the show. And I just want to hear from you guys. I want to know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see more of, and, you know, just want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. But anyways, thanks again for listening. Thank you, Toddy. Thank you, Prin. And, you know, there's something I wish you would do, and that thing is... Go fake yourselves. <laughs> <laughs>